Good morning, Living Streams. My name is Ryan Romeo. Welcome to our daily devotional for this communal season of prayer and fasting. Thank you for carving out this time to join us as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This week we're wrapping up our daily devotionals with just three podcasts culminating on Wednesday before our final prayer night of this season. Today, our online pastor, Alex Seekins, will be leading us in our final devotional entitled, What's Next? Let's start today in the book of Nehemiah. At this point in history, the people of Israel are in the process of rebuilding the ruined city of Jerusalem. They're doing this after 70 years of exile, which followed hundreds of years of rebellion against the Lord and fractured relationship with their God. After barely overcoming serious opposition, they have just finished hobbling together a patchwork rebuild of the city walls. Now that the walls have been rebuilt and they have some semblance of safety from their enemies, Nehemiah the governor and Ezra the priest call their people together to read the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible. For many of this previously exiled generation, this is very possibly the first time that they have ever heard the Word of God as recorded in the Torah. After hearing the Word of God for nearly an entire day, the assembled people begin to weep, recognizing how far from God's covenant they and the generations before them have departed. This is where we'll pick up as we read Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 9 through chapter 9 verse 3. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, and the teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Levites calmed all the people, saying, Be still, for this is a holy day. Do not grieve. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food, and to celebrate with great joy, because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. On the second day of the month, the heads of all the families, along with the priests and the Levites, gathered around Ezra the teacher to give attention to the words of the law. They found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded through Moses, that the Israelites were to live in temporary shelters during the festival of the seventh month, and that they should proclaim this word and spread it throughout their towns and in Jerusalem. Go out into the hill country and bring back branches from olive and wild olive trees, and from myrtles, palms, and shade trees, to make temporary shelters as it is written. So the people went out and brought back branches and built themselves temporary shelters on their own roofs in their courtyards, in the courts of the house of God, and in the square by the water gate, and the one by the gate of Ephraim. The whole company that had returned from exile built temporary shelters and lived in them. From the days of Joshua the son of Nun until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated it like this, and their joy was very great. Day after day, from the first day to the last, Ezra read from the book of the law of God. They celebrated the festival for seven days, and on the eighth day, in accordance with the regulation, there was an assembly. On the 24th day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth and putting dust on their heads. Those of the Israelites' descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. 
They stood in their places and confessed their sins and the sins of their ancestors. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of a day and spent another quarter in confession and in worshiping the Lord their God. So what's happening here is that the people of Israel hear the word of God. It moves them first to sorrow, then to rejoicing, then to obedience, then to fasting and repentance, and then back to the word of God and to worship. This is a healthy response to hearing from God. When we truly soften our hearts to his word, our hearts will rejoice as we break. We will repent and turn towards him. We will come back over and over again for more of his word and to worship him. We've been spending the last few weeks fasting, praying, and drawing near to God. Some of us have been fasting out of grief, some out of repentance, some to try and move God's heart, and some to try and hear from him. Maybe you have been fasting for a few, even all of those reasons. Whatever the reason, my guess is that like the people of Israel, you have had a range of emotions, realizations, and experiences during this fast. As this season comes to a close, it's time to start preparing for the next season. Let's take some time to reflect and talk to the Lord about just that. Take a moment now to write down and reflect on anything that you have heard God say during this fasting season. Now let's thank God directly for any breakthrough we may have experienced. What are the things you have yet to hear from the Lord on, or the breakthroughs you've been praying for but have not yet witnessed? Take a moment now to bring those and any frustrations or disappointments you may feel to the Lord. Ask the Lord if your heart is in line with His on these issues. If they are, ask the Lord to sustain you for however many days, months, or years He is calling you to persist in prayer. Let's do that now.
Today is the last day of these daily devotionals for this season, but tomorrow is not quite the end of our communal fasting season. As our season of fasting comes to a close, what will you incorporate into your life moving forward? Was there something you abstained from that you want to permanently cut out of your life? Or maybe just add some new ongoing boundaries or limitations to? Now that these daily devotional podcasts are done, what will your devotional time with the Lord look like tomorrow? Will you take some of the tools you learn from these devotionals and incorporate them? Will you carve out the same time of day tomorrow just for you and Jesus? Let's take a moment to consider these questions. I'd encourage you to make some decisions about what your life and spiritual disciplines will look like moving forward and to write those decisions down. Let's do that now. The last thing I have for you today is a challenge. Before today is over, tell someone about the decisions you just wrote down. This will help solidify the decision. It will encourage whoever you tell, and it will incentivize you to actually stay the course. Jesus, would you help us to boldly follow you in big ways as well as little ways? Would you help us to soak our lives in the kind of disciplines that will draw us closer to you and make us more like you? May we be near to you today. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us in today's daily devotional. This was our final daily devotional in the series on prayer and fasting. We hope these devotionals have blessed you, strengthened you, and helped you to grow in courage and in intimacy with the Lord. Although these daily devotionals have ended, we hope your daily devotionals will continue. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you.